another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, our very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there again. Welcome to <laughs> Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 23. Now, Chris, I think I know the answer, but where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, let's start with the triangle. Lana... Casey and Ron. And in most cases, Lana and Ron, Dave. So <laughs> we get the fallout of what happened when Lana and Ron, you know, basically got back together, Dave, pretty much. And Lana has a chat with Casey and she's, you know, less than 12 hours or maybe, well, maybe 18 hours since you made a choice of being with Casey. She's then telling Casey, I picked you for a reason. Yeah. Well, you we picked him for a reason to fuck him about. And basically, you now want to get back with Ron. And uh, basically, I'm sleeping on the daybed. And she's like, and, you know, I don't want to give you mixed signals. Well, <laughs> 18 hours earlier or whatever it was, the signals were there. So what the fuck's happened? So, oh, Dave, I am over this shit. And Lana, I mean, everyone online said the same thing. And I, I agree with this. Lana has come across really poorly here because we've been rooting for her for weeks because of Ron. And this history they've supposed to had. It's basically Ron just fucking her around, chatting up every other girl but Lana, using her as a fucking doormat and as someone he can fall back on. And now, all of a sudden, he's God's gift to fucking men. Well, I say, I hope Ron gets with someone in Casa more and fucks the whole relationship up there because I have had enough, my friend. <laughs> I mean, they have got all this history, Chris. I mean, you can't, yeah. dis you can't disregard all of that history. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? I I thought my heart just went out to Casey in this episode. You know, because we've seen him, we've come in, and he's he's only had eyes for Lana. But I, I didn't particularly warm to him as such. But I felt really fucking sorry for him tonight. I mean, there was the comment when she was giving him, sticking him in the friend zone and giving him the Dear John's treatment. <laughs> and she was saying that, uh, well, I can be a good wing woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, you fucking... You know, I, I, I thought we had something, but actually you've just completely used me. And, and, you know, now you're disregarding me and you just wanted to make a little statement to Ron is how it looks. Now, I, I'm also sick of it, but I'm going to cut her a little bit of slack because I, I still think it's this conflict that she's got between her head and her heart. You know, I, I was joking, obviously, about the history, but, you know, she clearly likes Ron. She, uh, her head is detached because she's not able to distance herself and look back and say, well, Ron has had his head turned by fucking everyone who's walked into the villa, <laughs> you know, or everyone female at least. Uh, she suddenly, uh, her and Ron have become this thing. Chris, how many times were they actually coupled up? How many days? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think it was that many because, like, Ellie chose Ron, didn't Sammy choose Ron? I, I, I can't remember exactly, but they haven't actually been together for that long. And, yeah, I just felt it was um, really poor on Lana's part on how she handled it. 
And Ron is a prick as well, because Ron just fucks off, and he is so full of shit. Him and Olivia, right, are very good at saying, well, I don't want to do something. And then, but they're actually doing that exact fucking thing. You know, when Ron's talking about, well, I don't want to disrespect, he doesn't give a fuck about anyone else other than himself. And even I'd even say Lana, you know, he just cares about the competition. He thought he lost for a split fucking second. And then, you know, but he has, he's won. And I tell you what, he's played Lana to a fucking tune because that whole, like when Lana came over and he's like, nah, nah, I'm not ready to speak. Like he's just, Oh, he's just played Lana into his hands. Like, and but like I say, Lana's had all the advice, but the pair of them fucking snogging while Casey sat there, you know, respect. You're talking about fucking respect. There's absolutely none. You know, at least go up to the fucking terrace or something. You know what I mean? So for me, it's utterly disrespectful. He's got no right to talk about respect. And the pair of them can just fuck off, cannonball them into the sea. <laughs> You're right, Dave, because what got me with all that was like, one, the producers seem to think we're all into this because we're getting this fucking lovey-dovey reconciliation music. When they kiss, Paul Casey's looking over his shoulder. He's like, oh, I wish I'd never see for fuck's sake. You know, and I did think Shaq would go for Ron. I actually written that down. I thought Shaq has got to go at Ron here again. You know, he's had a pop at him a few times. And he's not, I'm not singling Shaq out at all. But when Casey was talking about it, and he's like, for fuck's sake, you know, good guys always come last, all mm. that sort of thing. When they were sat together, him and Ron, and he said it to he, well, first of all, he, he had to go at Lana, and he's like, you're just fucking taking the piss. He's mugging me off. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sat here. What is the point of what you've done? She couldn't say anything. And her line was the best when he said, well, you've just been over there kissing Ron. I just, I just think it's fucking, you know, sly. And she went, I didn't think you'd seen it. I was like... What? what? So that makes it fucking yeah. right then, obviously. Okay. You know, I thought it was, it was behind your back. Yeah, we're doing it behind <laughs> your back on a fucking TV show seen by millions. But, you know, there's the off chance that you didn't see it in this fucking villa. I was like, are you fucking for real? I was like, really poor for Lana, a choice of words and a delivery. And then she's trying to get, like, the girls on side. And she's like, oh, she used to think I'm two-faced. I'm like, yeah, because you fucking have been in this case. I'm not saying... You like that all the time, but for this, you've been fucking terrible. This is one of them learning moments, as you would say, David. They just to learn. You can't be a bellend and get away with it, especially in Love Island. But when Casey had a go at Ron, I fucking love that day. But I didn't <laughs> like the way Shaq and some of the other guys tried to shut it down. I'm not saying we wanted a punch up, but Casey was right. He went, well, I'm not being funny, Ron. You talk about respect and blah, blah, blah. I goes, but you're just full of shit. And I'm like, go on, yes, Casey, yeah. get in there. Get in <laughs> yes. there. Tell this fucking weasel exactly what we're all thinking. And he was right. And I was, I'm the same as you, Dave. Casey had offered nothing. But at that point, I was like, this is the hero we need. And it's the way the guy's just shutting down. And I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. He is, he is allowed his minute of being annoyed. I'm, you know, we know they sort of sorted it out later on. And he, he still wasn't having what Ron was fucking selling. But it's like a bit of a truce. And I did think he'd come out of it great, but them two have just fucked themselves over here. They, it reminds me very similar to Gemma and Luca, the way I felt. I know I went at Gemma at the start because of her dad and the influencer because it was the Gemma show for the first, like, 10 days or so. But, like, Luca was not a likeable character, and this is what's happening with Ron. You know, you've got Ron, and as you said, Olivia, two people who are just 
absolutely thirsty to be on the TV, to just, they're just pissing about and playing their own game. It may work, but there is not a chance either of these are going to win this one day. So yeah, great TV. And it may, I was fucking fizzing. I was like, go on, Casey, like get in there. But it it didn't, there's a way of doing it on Love Hand. You can't just be fucking maths, can you? And just go absolutely crazy and throw drinks at people and that like they're doing maths because <laughs> it had been kicked off the show. But he was allowed to be annoyed and it felt like they were trying to shut him down and nobody held Ron accountable. It was like when he found out what had happened, some of the guys were like, what? She's been Casey off already. What's going on? And it's like, come on, you can't be that fucking naive to not see what's going on, guys. So yeah, it was a bit naughty. Everyone was wishy-washy with the morals on that one day because Ron and Lana are the OGs and everyone's friends. It's interesting that you saw it that way. I, I didn't really see it exactly that way. I just felt like it was it was more a case of, you know, it, had it been in the evening, you know, and everyone had had their one glass of fucking fizz or whatever, it, maybe the reactions were different. But it's like first thing in the morning, everyone's a bit sleepy, you know, they're, they're sat there in the sun and... You know, it was Shaq who was saying, you know, it, it kind of, it's happened now. Oh, no, he actually said something like, you could have waited like 24 yes. hours. So yeah. he did have a, a, a bit of a follow-up pop at Ron. But then, you know, did try and smooth it over. But I didn't think that was them trying to shut it down. I, I think it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic here because usually the the OGs have a bit more weight, a bit more pull. You know, they've they've built up those bromances over a longer period of time. I think the boys are on Casey's side. He's only been in there like a few days, but I think Ron does not have that many allies in there. You know, if you think Tom threw him under the bus, Shaq's called him out. If some things are going to go to the popular vote, I, th- I think that might come back to bite Ron. And so I, I, I didn't see it as shutting it down because it was Casey saying it. I just felt it was like, look, come on, sun's out. Like, there's nothing we can do about it now. What, 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 what's going to happen now? You know, just go outside, sort it out between yourselves. Uh, so that that's just how I saw it. Um, what was I going to say next? Oh, oh yeah, but I did think like Ron, he's just so fucking full of himself. What was it you say? Lollipopping himself? If he was a lollipop, <laughs> he'd lick himself. But you know, when he's in the the little diary room thing and he's going, yeah, I don't really like how Casey handled it. No, actually, Ron, I think he handled it pretty fucking calmly, given that what you and Lana yes. have done. So you know, he said his piece. What what Ron doesn't like is being called out for his bullshit, right? He gets away with speaking bullshit all the time. Like, like say, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful. Chris, when they're fucking kissing and canoodling by the, uh, by the fire pit, the fire pit is probably the focal point in that whole fucking place. It's elevated <laughs> up from everywhere. You know, yeah, yeah. They, they couldn't be in a more uh, uh, highly visible place. Now, again, <laughs> did the producers, but, you know, Lana fucking bullshit in there. Oh, we didn't think you'd see. <laughs> it's just it's just an utter nonsense. So, yeah, I think I'm glad he had his say. Um, I, I do think it's going to going to come around to bite him because you know what's coming next, Chris? Go on, Dave. Well, we had the uh, the heart rate challenge, didn't we? 
but we haven't ah. had the results. Oh, Tanyel's got to be the one day for him. Hundred, even the, I think the producers are going to make it up anyway and say it was Tanya. Oh, of course they do. They fucking, no one believes that shit. So they, so they just yeah. mix it up to really fuck with the Islanders. <laughs> Either yeah. um, Olivia, I mean, everyone seemed to to have their heart racing for Olivia when she came out, but yeah, it'd really fuck with Lana, wouldn't it, if it was Danielle? <laughs> Fucking brilliant! Now, David just—I <laughs> did think that. I was like, Danielle. I've only written that down. Danielle's definitely going to be the one. But just before the strip a bit, Dave, Jesse and Will went in the hideaway. And all I kept thinking of, I know a lot of people may not have seen series two about the Australian Love Island. What well, I thought, poor Jesse, I hope that Will doesn't get Jesse on top of him like Owen did in the Australian one and start talking about his mate. You know, like I was if thinking Will that. Was... She didn't have a good experience in the, in the first no, time, she way, didn't. did she? <laughs> she looks stunning, Dave. And, she, and, and we always talk about this, but she got on top of Owen and that, you would do the pretty goes, I wonder what Matt's doing. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You've got this beautiful woman there dancing, gyrating on top of you you're thinking about your, your gym buddy you know so I, I was laughing about that but I just kept thinking Dave even in the strip thing I, I'm not being funny I know Will he looked like he had a lot of fun with the stripper thing and all that and even in the hideaway but he's just not as sexy is he he's got a great body on him and that. but his delivery he is just purely a fucking children's entertainer and he's a CBB's presenter that lad he's got a, a great like love for life, Annie, a zest for just being stupid. But when <laughs> you're watching it, I'm just cringing, going off oh, for fuck's sake. He's like, "Come on, everyone, let's do a conga." No, let's fucking not. You know, he's that guy in it at a party. Let's do the okey cokey. No, let's not. That is him in it. It's fucking ridiculous. He's basically Mr. Tumble, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Um, so obviously, <laughs> I don't know the image you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to mention that on the show, no, Dave. No, no. Not that, Mister Tumble. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could see, you know, she, she, she's asking the other girls and stuff if they've got any lingerie that they can uh, lend her, and I, I didn't think that was a thing. I thought you came in with your own. I didn't you think they'd swap around lingerie or whatever. But, I mean, it's what you say, you know, she looks absolutely stunning. He wanders in there with his stupid fucking floppy Kevin and Perry hat on. (laughs) All right, it was okay for the fucking 90s party, but what the fuck are you doing with it on there, you dick? Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, we did get a bit chat, didn't we? And usually... It's in code, isn't it? It's like, oh, I had a full English breakfast or something, you know, or, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, it was a, the full toolkit was out. There's there's some kind of euphemisms that are used, but now she was talking with Tanya, and, yeah, apparently they went all the way, so good on them. <laughs> good work, David. So, Dave, <laughs> we get the stripper, the stripper game, which, you know... Another one of them fucking games. I mean, it's 20 minutes they went through this whole stripper thing, didn't they? So the guys come out first. I've got to say, Dave, Shaq, first one out of the gates. He's doing the full <laughs> magic mic, the fucking moves, everything. All the girls were saying how good he was. He put, he does the business. Then Casey comes out, a little bit suspect, Dave. I've got to say, he wasn't the best. It was like... 
going from it was literally like going from Magic Mike to a fucking twenty pound fucking stripper gram. I don't, I don't know it, what oh, he was going for. No, I don't going know. For the, like the the tight cut off jean shorts, but they the weren't lumber, tight. Lumberjack, they weren't tight, <laughs> no. and, and the the lumberjack shirt. I'm like, what the what is this? <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? It was just it was bizarre, Dave. And and then we had um, Tom was the Dark Angel, Dave. Now all the girls. They'll seem to like a bit of Tom as well as Shaq. I think them two stood out. Then Will come out, and I'm like, and I'd said the same. There's not a sexy fucking bone in his body. It was ridiculous. <laughs> fucking ridiculous what he was doing. It was funny, and I can imagine we, we only saw slow-mo, you know, little clips. The girls were in hysterics. They all gave him a standing ovation. I can imagine if you're there, Dave, it'd have been piss funny. But when you're watching it, I'm just like, you've gone from these sexy guys to the fucking children's entertainer doing his fucking thing. Like, <laughs> it's like he's had too many fucking fruit pastels or something. All them, all them e-fucking numbers have gone to his head and he's fucking doing his not in it. But uh, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, Jordan, American footballer, Dave, not got, it, I thought with Jordan it was quite interesting because they were all saying what a great dancer he is, but they never showed us that. You know, I mean, no. it, was, it was weird because he said, I've got the hips are creaking a bit, you know, and all the girls loved it. I mean, Kai was one of the stiffest there, Dave, and not in the right way. When he even said it, he went, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. stiff. That's all. And I'd be the same, Dave. If I was there, I am fucking rubbish at dancing. So I'd probably have one move and that would be it. I'd be absolutely garbage. Uh, Ronnie was a builder. Yeah, whatever, Dave. Let's just skip over it. I've got no time for that fuck yeah. I mean, what I understand is they get them all on the floor, don't they? Like all of them now, it's mm. become a thing. It never was a thing on Love Island, that. But now they all like pick them up, don't they, and get yeah. them on the floor like they're having sex. And now I think Shaq was the one who delivered the most on that one day. But then, you know, the best. Sorry, to cut across there. You know, the best one I remember is that Jacks. He looked like a Sons of Anarchy bloke. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, and Charlie Hunnan in, in yeah. Australia, and he did this weird move where it was like it was almost like a wrestling move, like a figure four leg lock or something. Oh, he lifted her up, didn't he? Yeah, and then spun her around, and, and I was like, fucking hell, how did he do that? I saw it with my own eyes and still didn't quite understand what he did, but that it's like you say, it's, it's one of those things that someone starts doing it in a season, and then it becomes like almost tradition, so they all do it now. Yeah, and, and he, well, he was called Jats because that was Charlie Hunnan's character. I love Sons of Anarchy, but he mm. was a stripper. He was actually yeah, a stripper, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? But you're right, that move. To this day, the mind boggles, Dave. Even I was getting turned on by that day. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hell of a... you got to respect the fucking game plan. When someone's got them sort of skills, it was absolutely class. Uh, but, but yes, and then the girls come on, Dave. You know, Olivia in the cat suit, got to say, looking rather nice. Uh, she was doing... The, all the guys were praising Olivia, wasn't they? She mm. set the bar high, like Chat did for the girls. Ellie was a cat. Lana came as a present, Dave. Don't think it was a good present for a lot of... Especially for Casey, unfortunately. Tanya doing the business as well. A lot of the guys there. I was looking for any snoggy Dave in case Shaq sort of kicked <laughs> yeah. out, but she didn't. She didn't. Uh, Sammy. I thought Sammy stood out, stood out Dave, as well. Yeah. She, she got all the hearts racing. I thought Tom was pissed off the way when he finished. It was like he was really annoyed. And then at the VT went... I was just stunned. I was like, all oh, right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> and then Tanyelle, Dave, the last two I thought were the best for it's a Tanyelle. The guys were going crazy. I am praying for the heart rate results, Dave. I honestly think Tanyelle, I mean, I think Olivia may have got a few of them, but I think Tanyelle could be one of the best. But then Jesse, pink cowgirl, Dave, did mm. the split straight away. She was straight on it. So uh yeah, very, very good. And then 
we get the new girl, Dave, and it didn't show the girl. She came in, didn't she, and, and took like a angel wings off. And that. it made me laugh because she came in, and when she's walking in, it looked like she was being forced to walk in. She looked like the Terminator. <laughs> she couldn't walk with them fucking things. I tried to look sexy. And, and then it goes off, and you're like, you bastards. I really wanted the results. I wanted the after effects of this girl coming in. Would it make Ron turn again, Dave? You know what I mean? Another blonde. I, I just think, I, I don't know whose heart Ron is going to be racing for, but, I mean, the, the producers are going to fuck with them. And, yeah. and let's face it, I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I think the producers do think that we're somehow invested in this couple. I just want to see some of the other couples. Just, just fucking give someone else some airtime. You yeah. know, it, yeah. we're done with this triangle. Well, like you say, it's not even a triangle anymore. I mean, Casey's just out there on his own. So, yeah, I just think whether it's Tanya or whether it's someone else, they're going to say, you know, Ron's heart raced the, the fastest for X. Yeah. And Lana's going to have a, a face like a slapped ass. <laughs> and, <be> like, <laughs> and Casey's going to be laughing his fucking cock off. <laughs> as will i be yes and everyone else i think now dave we've had a bit of feedback before we got a couple of uh emails not letters we had a couple of emails we've had a bit of feedback from yesterday's episode with our impressions dave now someone right. rang me this morning a friend of mine and went what the fuck was that accent <laughs> <laughs> he goes what are you two talking about he goes i couldn't stop laughing i don't know why and then what then samantha actually said she went i don't know what you two were talking about but i was laughing my head off so and we've had that a few times so it was only intentional comedy you know but we, we do thank you for that for that little skit on people maybe we'll bring it back for some of the other couples later on dave <laughs> I mean, the fact that there's no one on the planet, unless you followed the conversation, if you just listen to that impressions conversation, <laughs> you could guess the 7 billion people on the planet and not get to Ron and Lana. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Dave? <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> We've had a great email from Josie, and it's put a few random thoughts Hi, Chris and Dave. You've talked a few times about whether Olivia is playing a game for screen time or whether she's just extremely needy. At first, I did think it was a bid for airtime, but now I've drawn to the conclusion she's simply a narcissist. In case you're wondering, here are the personality traits of a narcissist. Grandiosa sense of self-importance, lives in a fantasy world that supports their delusions of grandeur, needs constant praise and admiration, sense of entitlement, exploits others without guilt or shame, frequently demeans, intimidates or belittles others. This is why Olivia makes everything about her because she can't comprehend that things may happen that genuinely aren't about her, such as a jar of water being knocked over that could have soaked anyone. Just happened that she was in the way. It's also why she's constantly seeking reassurance from Tom, Kai, or whoever she is, the pretty, whoever she is, the prettiest, funniest, etc. Like you, I'm thoroughly bored of Lana, Ron, Casey, Triangle. I'm so relieved when Lara picked Casey, but that was quickly followed by total frustration when she realised her mistake. Of course, who could fail to be impressed by Ron fighting for his queen in a challenge? To Lara, this trumped all the genuinely nice things that Casey had done, actually done for her. Oh, I don't know, treat her well and not have his head turned by every other female in the village. At village? In the villa? Lara, I haven't got my glasses on, Dave. This is, this is what's struggling with it. Lara really seemed to think this was a great gesture by Ron. And at that point, my respect for her, based on her earlier actions, just dissolved completely. The saddest part about this season is that Casa Amor just won't be interesting, given that I don't care 
who has their heads turned and which couples will be tested. Like many others, I'm just not invested in any of the couples this year. It's hard to be invested when you see so little of what the rest are doing day by day, which is what you just said, Dave. Anyway, keep up the good work of the podcast. It's so much better than the others that I won't name, where they have to tow the company line and behavior doesn't get called out. There are at least three times per episode when I mentally say, yes, that's exactly right. Tata for now, Josie. So what a great email, Dave. Yes, fantastic. And um, I, I would be interested, you know, though, if there's anyone, anyone out there who is, is actually rooting for Ron and Lana, because the majority of people I, I'm hearing from is definitely, you know, just fed up with them. Uh, but for the for the first point, I think with Olivia being a narcissist, I mean, I put all of these on that scale. <laughs> well, they they're just rather different uh, points on that scale. Like, you know, they're all narcissists, but Olivia definitely is. Uh, you, you know. It, that constant thirsting for external validation, so having someone else say nice things about you to to inflate your own self-importance, you know, I, I, I definitely, Olivia has it the worst for sure. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Now, Dave, I do appreciate with people who listen to our show that our word, it's not our word because it's a word we've used in the North for years, but Bellend has become a word used <laughs> worldwide, and we're mainly some of the reasons for that, Dave. So I do appreciate that. Now, this one's from Anna, and it says, I, and she quotes that her header was, She found her way home. Because that's what Ron said, actually. We didn't say that. What a dickhead knob. <laughs> what a dick. So Anna's put, Fuck you, Ron, you absolute bellend. What a patronizing cock. That sounds like you would say that, Dave. Lana and Ron can do one. Hope they do a compatible couple vote soon. And they're in the bottom let's face it they won't go they'll make it to the final although now Ron's won his prize let's see what happens with the new bombshell and Casa more happen let's hope that the heart rate challenge shows and getting more heated up for Tanyel I like a bit of drama so thank you Anna exactly what we said Dave yeah. I think, and, and just your point I went on the Love Island Twitter page last night and they were saying about the triangle and all everyone was saying was I don't care fucking boring why are you showing all Holy shit, there's other couples in there I want to see, you know, and also I think what usually happens is when it gets to that point, they do change the focus, Dave. So we might get them just in the background for a bit because it's been three weeks of this absolute nonsense. I think this is the conclusion now, whatever way we look at it. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess they're, they're probably shooting a, a couple of days in advance, aren't they, and cutting yeah. it and everything. So it, it's probably hard for the production team to pivot on public sentiment very quickly, you know, if we're always a day or two behind. So, but I, th I think surely they must get the message. You ram in this fucking Ron and Lana uh, thing down our throats and we, and we just we just don't really care. I yeah. mean, put it to the fucking public vote. Chris and and <laughs> I'm sure they'll come last. I mean, you know, vote for the least compatible, vote for your favourite couple, whatever it is, put out a fucking vote, and I'm sure they'll do pretty badly. <laughs> I do, and you've said the word now, Dave. So you can't say pivot without going pivot, pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you just can't walk past that word without thinking. No, that. But no, anyway. Massive thank you to everyone again, guys. Episode 23, we are racing through. This is nearly at the halfway point, David. So uh, I don't want it's a sigh of relief or a sigh of like, holy shit. But anyway, 
Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, cd at cdrealitycast. Please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave Reality TV cast. And as always, if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honor is Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Trayson, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lou Green, and Kenka Stars. So thank you so much for your support, guys. Ah, oh, Dave, we are podcasting for our life, my friend, but it's been great doing it with you. You know I appreciate you being by my side. And, uh, uh, yeah, just grateful, mate. And we've got a bit of maths to come a little bit later. Yeah, um, and I think this... So Love Island finishes kind of mid-March, I think. Um, so, you know, not too far away that we'll have this two series thing going on again <laughs> <laughs> until I find a trailer for something and I go Dave what about this and then all of a sudden you just stop taking my calls Dave yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're close we're close yeah. but thank you very much sir thanks to everyone out there for listening and thanks to all our supporters and we'll speak to you next time bye bye